She was, oh, not the fact that they're robots, the fact that they're aliens. I'm like, what? You don't believe in aliens? And she goes, no. I'm like, okay, that's a red flag to me. Okay. Ugh. I put out pillows for you. Oh. You're so far away, though. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm a. I gotta say that hot sauce. As as much as it wasn't hot, I made it look hot for the vlog. Um, I was gonna say you really want to admit that here. Yeah, I'll admit that here. As much <laughs> as it was not that hot, um, I. Uh, it took something out of me. I find when I have hot sauce, I get very physically drained after. Interesting. Yeah, I don't quite understand it. Like, there have been times when I've done hot wing challenges where... <sighs> excuse me. Where I've legitimately had to take naps after. You got the, the hot sauce yawns. Yeah, the Hans. <laughs> the Hans Grubins. Um, so, one second, let me delete some of these notes. Um, I have, I have a couple more topics here. Um, one of which is, uh, so... To, to go back to a previous discussion on our podcast about porn, um, I wanted to share a childhood story of mine, and I think my mom recently told this to you, but I feel like I might as well tell the world this. Hold on, maybe move a bit this way so you're closer to the mic. Um, when I was a child, like maybe eight or nine, my mom and I were watching TV in our living room, and I jumped backwards onto the couch and my ankle, because I used to always sit on my ankles, my ankle hit the remote, and I swear to God, I didn't do this on purpose, I accidentally ordered pay-per-view porn. <laughs> and for whatever reason, and I think maybe, like, shifting on the remote, I must have hit the OK button, because I didn't just, like, order it, and then, like, no, I confirmed the order. Yeah. Um, and so I'm sitting there with my mom, and there's just two women going at it and just a random dick in there. And, um, yeah, like, I'm, we're both freaking out because I'd never seen porn before in my life. I was a literal child, far too young to be exposed to that. And we're freaking out, freaking out. We, we changed the channel. <sighs> Sorry. <sighs> we changed the channel and then my mom calls the company and she's like, my mom, my son accidentally ordered porn. And they're like, uh, sure he did. And my mom goes, no, 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 like, I was with him. Uh, and they were even more confused. So, um, they, my mom talked them into not charging her. They were like, as long as you don't watch more than one minute of it, you're fine. Jokes on them. They're one like, minute sure, is all most people before. need. <laughs> I wonder what the click-through rate of porn actually is. Because, like, on a YouTube video, that matters for the algorithm is how much of content someone watches. Right. But I wonder if porn is different because I feel like some people, like, the, the traditional pizza delivery man porn that or, like, the, the come here to fix your pipes porn. Like, I'm sure that that doesn't get watched all the way through. That is exactly the kind of porn that I would watch. Yeah? All the way through. Yeah? Yeah. No one, no one... I really like a solid story. Oh, yeah, I was just about to say, no <laughs> one watches porn for the story. I'm definitely doing it. Do you remember that trend that we saw? I don't remember where we saw it. It might have been Twitter or something. Where there were the girls who were flashing their delivery drivers. Yeah. And then we Googled it, and it was, like, a type of porn where people were 
like showing up naked to their drivers tipping yeah that was the tip was just showing their body and occasionally saying do you want to touch my body that's fucking weird very uncomfortable because it was very clear that it was unscripted and those were those were real drivers yeah those were not like that was not a scripted porn yeah it didn't uh i didn't really get the appeal to it no i don't get it either (laughs) um speaking of porn another porn story from my childhood (laughs) when i was uh 13 my grandmother moved in with us my nonna as us italians refer to them um and she so i used to fall asleep on her couch pretty frequently in the summer i would just fall asleep watching tv and she came into the living room while i was watching tv one night and i remember looking at her like what are you no no what are you doing and then she just doesn't say anything goes right back upstairs and the next day my mom questions me she was you know nunna told me what you were watching I was like, what do you mean what i was watching she's like nunna told me what you were watching last night like family channel like what are you talking about <laughs> she's like no like she she told me what you were watching it was inappropriate and i don't even know i didn't even know we got those channels and i was like what 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 channels mom goes nana told me you were watching porn so why the fuck would i watch porn on our living room tv <laughs> and uh my mom goes well that's what she said i was like when she came into the living room she caught me my mom goes yeah i was like i was watching Corey in the house <laughs> Maybe she thought that Corey was attractive. <laughs> Maybe. It was specifically, like, I I vividly remember the episode. Not the content, but, like, the the scene that she walked in on. And do you remember Corey's friend that he was attracted to? Yeah. Um, I can't remember her name or what country she was supposed Wasn't to be Mina from. Mina or something? Yes. Yeah. Mina was wearing, like, a, a, a red shirt on top of, like, a green shirt. Like, typical Disney Channel style. Where they're all layered up with <laughs> rhinestones on their pants kind of shit. But she was as clothed as clothed, clothed, clothed gets. Like, she was not dressed risque at all. She's also supposed to be, like, a 15-year-old. So, of course, she's not well, dressed. Family Channel, whenever someone wore a tank top, there was always a long sleeve underneath exactly. or a t-shirt. Yeah, so I, I or really... Or both. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so I really didn't understand why she fucking lied, but she did. And that's the story that's, uh... <sighs> Sorry, that's the she story She probably that... thought it was funny. Oh, yeah. To just get you in trouble. She was such a shit with that kind of stuff. <laughs> she also used to steal stuff from my floor. Like, anytime there'd be anything... If it was, like, 20 bucks on my bedroom floor, my 20 bucks now. <laughs> she drove me nuts with that. Never understood it. I may take, uh take her role on oh that. yeah 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 i bet this is my room now yeah so hmm. that's my wallet oh okay it's <laughs> your ten dollars in that wallet yeah yeah ten, no but actually though you gave me that ten dollars i probably owed it to you yeah when i was saying you didn't owe me money it was when <laughs> when we got burritos after leaving my aunt's house oh you yeah, gave yeah. me ten bucks even to though i said you my didn't... burrito yeah i was saying you didn't need to <laughs> um so I really need to trim my nails at some point. And I'm afraid to do it in front of you because you don't like the fact that I bite my nails. I could have just brought, like, nail clippers. I have nail clippers so you, in that drawer. I will literally do it for you. I, please don't file them again. I'm not oh, I'm that was saying I will clip them, not experience. file them. Um, 
see i prefer biting them there's some sort of satisfaction i get out of it feels like i earned it but then the part that i recently found out was weird was you find it weird that i bite them and then file them down by running them along my jeans no wonder your pants don't last over a year <laughs> that's extremely weird why is that and they're, weird? they're still sharp even when you do that there are times where you scratch my back and i feel like i'm being stabbed well um get thicker skin so what do you do you clip them yeah and then file them God, this sounds so tedious. But you don't have to file them if you clip them well. Would you remember when we were at the cottage last summer? I wanted to kill myself when you were filing my nails. Yeah, and I never did it again. I think, did you only do one hand or a couple fingers? I, I think, think you did I think the whole I did, hand. Yeah, I think I did one hand. Oh, man. <laughs> that killed me. That is the worst feeling in the world. I, um, I really never had an issue with it. Oh, man. That literally made me want to vomit. So I will never take you for a manicure. No, I don't think I could handle it. <laughs> I, I've i always wondered if I could go for a pedicure, but I'm too ticklish. Me too. Yeah, I've never been for one because I, I would probably accidentally huh. kick someone. I know that I have like a part of my foot that I want like exfoliated, but I'm like, I, I can't do it. I also just don't like, I don't like to touch my feet. So I right. don't really do much to them hmm. other than paint my toenails. Right. And so, like, I don't want that to have to be someone else's problem. Right. Like, hey, take care of my feet that I don't even moisturize. Right. You know what I mean? You know how your hands get sweaty when you're nervous? Yeah. My feet get sweaty oh, when I'm nervous. Oh, I get that, too. Yeah. Which, that's, that's why I always wear socks. You know what used to make <laughs> me really insecure about wearing socks, though? What? Is that the socks would get damp, and then when I'd be walking through a house... If there were tile, you could see my feet marks. Oh, okay. Mine definitely don't get that sweaty. No, like, <laughs> I hated that. Yeah, that's fair. I remember I was Yeah, doing... but then if you're barefoot, wouldn't it literally leave a footprint? But usually if the floor's cold, the sweat stops oh, I pretty see. quick. Like, I'll leave I a footprint. I hate the feeling of cold feet. It's, like, the worst. Well, I'm glad you'll never get cold feet in this relationship. <laughs> <laughs> One time I was doing uh, real estate photography for a friend, and I remember I was so angry at the fact that my feet were leaving foot marks because I was sweating because I was nervous. It was my first time doing real estate photography, um, and I hated every minute of it because I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm more focused on the fucking floor. Guaranteed you're probably the only person who notices. See, I always like to think that, but then I'm like, what if I'm not, though? Yeah. I hit record on this, right? Yeah, we're good. Um, yeah, I just never want to be the one remembered for for that. For the sweaty feet. Yeah. I'm probably the one remembered for the sweaty hands. No. I hate shaking people's hands. Hmm. I don't mind it. I Actually, hate... I remember one time I had to get a treatment on my foot at the doctor. Okay. And he used, he used to make fun of me because my feet would get sweaty from him touching it, like it was one foot, and he was like, I can't wrap it up, the bandage won't stick to your foot. <laughs> I was like... Oh, no. All right, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> How old were you? Um, I don't know, maybe like 12-ish. Huh. That's interesting. What were you getting treatment on for? Um, I had to get something, like, frozen off of my toe. A like, wart? Um, kind of. Not really, but you kind of. warts and you didn't tell me? <laughs> Oh my god. Um, 
That's something you tell your romantic partner. Yeah. Yeah. What if when our feet rub together? I don't have anything on my feet. Okay. You haven't had a flare up in a while? Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Why is it that only some warts do that? Like genital warts do that. Not even genital warts, just herpes. Yeah, but herpes isn't technically warts. Oh, it's not? Oh. Yeah. I thought it was warts. Uh, a lot of people refer to it like that, but if oh. you if you like actually Google images of it, mm. which I would not suggest doing, I have. Um, it's not actually warts. It's like open sores. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Also, for the record, it wasn't actually a wart on my foot. Okay. I just had something. Was it an extra toe? Okay, you caught me. Yeah. It was three extra toes. Mm. <laughs> I wonder when they'll come up with a cure for herpes. Um, yeah. Like, they're there for, like, they're almost there for AIDS. Mm Mm-hmm. So, maybe it's just not, like, high on the totem um, pole, because, like, there are things that are fatal. Yeah, it's not actually, like, dangerous to your health. Yeah. That way. For men, too, often, uh, I think they usually flare up when they get it, and then it generally stays dormant. Right. The rest of the time, like, I don't think, I don't think they get flare-ups very often. Interesting. But you can still pass it. I'm googling it because it's either, um, it's either gonorrhea or chlamydia. No, it is gonorrhea. Gonorrhea, the current treatment for it is starting to not work in the UK because it's so common there that it's like built up an immunity to almost every drug we currently use to treat it so it's one of three is that like an antibiotic treatment yeah yeah it's one of three diseases that is being deemed a super virus because it, it's getting to a point where currently it might become incurable that's insane wait yeah. why is it so common there i guess everyone just shacks up Maybe it's worse than what we thought I feel like, like North America had. instead of even trying to fight that with drugs, maybe they should, like, give people condoms. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing, though, is, like, if it if it becomes not treatable, what do you do? Because that can affect your brain. Gonorrhea? Yeah, or is it chlamydia? That's syphilis. Oh, it's syphilis. Oh, okay, so that's not that bad. Just, <laughs> just don't hook you'll up with just, people anymore. You'll just have green discharge. It's no big deal. Is that what it is? Gonorrhea has that, yeah. I think that's one oh, of the symptoms. Geez. I'm pretty sure. I remember there was an episode of Degrassi, The Next Generation, where they talked about gonorrhea. <laughs> and I was definitely too young to watch that episode. Um, cause it I was think like, you watched a lot of stuff yeah. too young. <laughs> <laughs> it was when Drake was still on the show, oh, I okay. think. I remember someone said something about gonorrhea to the students, and one of the girls goes, gonorrhea? Is that, like, diarrhea? And I was like, oh, you're so funny. Like, really witty writing, Canada. Why is Canada known for having such shit TV? Yeah. And movies. Yeah. Why, like, but... But that's not even, like, the case, because all of the good artists usually just go to the States. Yeah. Um... Honestly, anytime that I watch a new horror movie, mm-hmm. if, like, my sister and I see that it's made in Canada, we're like, oh, 
This isn't this isn't one of the good ones. You know whose horror movies you might like though, and I don't even know if you would call it a horror movie. But Kevin Smith, you know who he is? No. He's like um he he's similar to me in interests, like superhero nerd kind of guy. But he made a movie called Tusks. I think I've told you about it. Oh yeah. That's a good movie. Uh, Justin Long plays a journalist trying to research this guy. I think he's like a blogger, not even a real journalist, but he's uh trying to deter like he's trying to get the story out of this this one guy uh the guy ends up kidnapping him and slowly starts turning him into a human walrus hybrid while his friends i think it's his best friend and his girlfriend go looking for him johnny depp is a star in it as well like a very small role as a guy something he's like a french canadian detective Mm -hmm. the movie don't i don't even think takes place in canada but he had to be french canadian and he was so believable and so unrecognizable, I kept waiting to see Johnny Depp in the movie. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's one thing I've got to give Johnny Depp praise for, is he can disappear into a role. Yeah. Like, when he played Whitey Bulger, like, that oh, yeah. was almost unrecognizable. Yeah, he did a really good job. Yeah. Um, when I was searching the gonorrhea thing, I came across our last search from last night. Um, oh, it went away. Uh, one second, let me... Let me look it up. Here we go. The Nintendo Switch game we were looking at last night. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> so I was trying to find how much the Friday the 13th video game was for the Nintendo Switch because Jesse really wants it. And um, I came across a different game called... The, Dr- it's the best game that yeah. we've come across. I do think that this should be reviewed on my gaming channel. Which maybe during this quarantine, you and I can review it. Yeah, we yeah we should definitely get it. Um, so it is called Dream Daddy, a dad dating simulator. Oh man, I didn't even open up the pictures. So there's a mode called Build That Dad. And you can build the dad that you are. Um, Ooh, that dad. Oh man! So the sweater around the shoulder. We're looking at goth dad, preppy dad, and like punk rock dad. Um, oh my gosh! Um, the caption says, "I've never seen him make a mistake, but steak spelled like steak." Um, I'm just scrolling through like these pictures. Why do none of them have dad bods? That one has a dad. Oh bod. yeah, that one does. Um. Oh my gosh, there's a text exchange photo, because I guess you can do text with these characters. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> this text was something about, I feel awkward if I go by myself, will you please come with me? And then the the character, like the player's response was, I love food, I especially love food that's free, and I don't know why you're so sweaty over cooking, but sure, yeah dude, I'm down. The other thing says, thank you, with a bunch of wet emojis. Um, anyone that calls you dude is definitely not into you. Um, yeah, I thought that was a rule. That's a rule between us because it makes me feel like you're not into me when you call me dude or bro. Bro is the worst. What if I say I love you, comma, dude? Still no. Because then that (laughs) sounds like we're friends. Like, I tell my friends, like, oh, I love you, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, no. I don't call them dude. Like, I don't call the boys dude. I call them baby. Like Alex, I call him, no, I don't call him Baby, I call him BB, BB Boy. You know that, you've seen my texts with him, and you've thought that they were weird. 
Yeah, um, maybe don't call me that. No, I, no, I call you baby. I call him BB, like BB boy. That's like the same thing. No, 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 no it's different. How no, is that different? It's like a pet name. And I never tell him I love him. Unless he's sad. Then I'll be like, oh, I love you, man. Because I've, se- I've seen him through some highs and lows in life. Because I've also known him since he was an infant, so. A BB. <laughs> <laughs> a BB. <laughs> I don't know. It's just the way modern men talk to each other. Is it, though? I could be completely disengaged with my emotions. And I feel like you're getting the better man out of this. <laughs> just deal with the weird. Um, so reading the description of this game, going back to the game, it's called Dream Daddy. A dad dating simulator is a game where you play as a dad and your goal is to meet and romance other hot dads. Are you ready? Hi, ready. I'm dad. (laughs) This is gold. (laughs) This game includes Dream Daddy, Dad Rector's Cut. It features cut content, new side quests, the ability to replay mini games you've discovered throughout the game, and a brand new mini game for your enjoyment. You and your daughter have just moved into the sleepy seaside town of Maple Bay, only to discover that everyone in your neighborhood is a single dateable dad. Will you go out with teacher dad, goth dad, bad dad, or any of the other cool dads in this game? With a variety of paths and endings, Dream Daddy, a dad dating simulator, hopes to be this year's most anticipated dad-based game for the second year in a row. Features. I'd like to know how many it's competing with. I know. (laughs) I kind of want to make one just to compete with this. The features are, there are seven dateable dads. There's dad character creator create a dad sona multiple endings voiced by game grumps which i think is crazy you, i i know you wouldn't know who they are but game grumps are like some of the biggest gamers on youtube like i used to watch them religiously which is super weird that they are voices in this game um some dad themed mini games so many dad puns like to the point where it made us all uncomfortable that is how this is written by the way <laughs> Um, and secrets with like eight and a half S's. Um, oh, can you show me that half an S? Yes. <laughs> it's just a C. <laughs> um, the Game Grumps actually published this game. Oh. That's even better. <laughs> um, it's rated T for teen due to language, sexual themes, use of alcohol, <sighs> and tobacco. You can play this online, too, with other dads? That's interesting. I'm so excited to date some dads. It's only $15, so, like, I'm I'm legitimately down. I'm definitely going to be goth daddy. Yeah? No, you, you pick, you, like, you get to date goth dad. Yeah, but you get to create your own, Oh, too. so you want to make your own goth dad. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> we'll play it a few times through, and then we'll be, like, goth dad and then nerdy dad. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be nerdy dad. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's, like, lumberjack dad in there and shit. Such a weird game. I'd love to know who created that. Like, who thought of that. Great 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 concept yeah Yeah, i kind of want to make a dad themed game just to compete against it though yeah we should make like a whole series of dad dad related games yeah yeah i really appreciate though (laughs) i love you (laughs) i really appreciate though that they went with um 
like a gay dad instead of like the like lesbian mom because i feel like that would definitely feel like oh they're just trying to sell shit this is more of a we're trying to make a shitty game (laughs) because everything about that sounds shitty like the seven dateable dads like the, the even the way they wrote it sounded dumb yeah I like that it's a whole town of homosexual fathers. Yeah, what are the odds that there are that many? Well, no, there's only seven, so, well, that makes sense. It's like, what, one in three men is gay? I don't know. So, like, It's also interesting that they all have children, though, if they're single. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. It's also funny because they showed, like, the the dad in the one clip with the biracial daughter. Yeah. Or she didn't even look biracial. She was black. I'm like, oh, okay, so he adopted. But then what did he adopt when he was single? Because that's, that, that's hard. Oh, yeah. That shows dedication to being a dad. Because he For really sure. wanted that baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably wasn't goth dad. You don't think <laughs> goth dad wants his kid? <laughs> Maybe they were all closeted before. That's fair, yeah. I wonder what the, like, statistic between gay men with kids is that were in the closet and had a kid versus couples that wanted to adopt. Yeah. I'd love to know that stat. I don't know why. It would be an interesting <laughs> stat. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I have only two podcast topics left here. Um, one of them was the one that I didn't understand. And then when it clicked, it says just God, girl. I don't know if you remember the story about the girl who was like, just God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I feel like this is weird because I'm telling another story about a different girl that I've dated, but I feel like we've talked about this kind of stuff already, so it's not abnormal to... I love talking about this stuff. <laughs> oh, oh, you don't want me to tell no, this story? I'm just okay. Go for it. <laughs> um, so, there was a, a friend of ours that worked with me at a video store, and he had a big crush on this girl. And there was one day, uh, he had asked me, can you, if she comes back in, can you get her number for me or give her my number? I was like, yeah, yeah, man, I got you for sure. So she comes in and, uh, she was like a a fairly regular client. So I would always remember her information. She never needed to pull it up. So I like type in the name and everything. And I literally grabbed a slip of paper to write down our friend's number to then give it to her. And as I'm like pulling his info up on my phone before I can even say anything. She grabs a slip of paper, writes down her number, slides it to me and walks out. I was like, Oh fuck, what do I do? So I texted our friend. I was like, sorry, man, I'm going out with her. Um, pulled the robbery. Exactly. So, uh, we were talking for a bit. This girl was weird. Like she kept, she was the type of girl who kept being like, oh boy, oh boy, like calling me boy, like constantly like... Not BB? Not, not BB. <laughs> <laughs> she just kept saying shit like, um, oh boy, you're so silly boy. I'm like, oh, just call me a silly boy at that point. Um, like she was, she was weird. No doubt about it. She was weird. Sounds like it. But, um, we'd gone on one date and it had to be at her house which was weird. She was 18. I was 20. So maybe her parents were weirded out by her going out with an older guy. I don't know. Like she had just graduated high school. And, um, so I went to her house right after a shift at work and r- right off the bat, her parents were like, so what's your five-year plan? What are your political views? Are you religious? I'm like, 
whoa, I just met you 5.4 seconds ago. Like, this is a lot. After a five-hour shift, five, six-hour shift at work, this is this is a little much. So um, we went to watch a movie, and her mom kept coming into the room, which was, which was weird because you know how I'm not a hands-on person in front of parents. Yeah. She, like, she just would, like, wrap herself around my arm but wouldn't get off in front of her mom, regardless of how much I shook. Like, I was just shaking my arm. And her mom she, was probably like, what the hell is going she on? She wouldn't get off of me. And she, I would have to maintain a full conversation with her mom. While she's with, wrapped yes, around your arm. I was so uncomfortable. Cause you like know, spider monkey style. Yes. Because you know that I am not the type of person that likes any sort of affection in front of parents. Nope. You've kissed me in front of your mom before, and I'm, like, frozen when you've done it. <laughs> Not like a kiss-kiss, like a peck kiss. Right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we went on that date. We went on a couple, and she, what we kept weirding me out was she would constantly refer to me as the light at the end of the tunnel. And she'd only known me for, like, we had been talking for maybe three weeks, um, and at that point, she sounds so strange, right? Like she was calling me that within the first weekend of us texting, like two days. And yet you continued the relationship. Yes, I did. Um, <laughs> and I remember I kept finding justifications for it. Like I kept trying to be like, okay, well, she's not that weird. Like she's just a little clingy. Um, it made me feel good. So I was like, yeah, she makes me feel good. Whatever. It's stupid me. I'm fucking stupid for this. Um, which should have been like a red flag calling me the light at the end of the tunnel so early on. Um, but we went to go see Transformers 4 in theaters. And we watched the movie. It was, it was good. I liked it. And then a couple days later, we went on another date to go get sushi. And we're, we're sitting there eating sushi, and uh, I said, what did you think of the movie the other day? I really liked it. And she goes, um, it was fine, but it was stupid. And I'm like, well, it's a movie about aliens that are also robots that turn into cars, and they fight each other. So, yeah, it's stupid, but it was it was good for what it is. She goes, oh, not the fact that they're robots, the fact that they're aliens. I'm like, what? You don't believe in aliens? And she goes, no. I'm like, Okay, that's a red flag to me. What? For her to not believe in aliens? Yeah. That's a red flag. Yes. I think that is the most egotistical thing in the world to think that we are the only thing in the universe. What a strange thing to... <laughs> Oops. Um, you think that's weird? That... I think that's a strange breaking point to have. Well, I, I think it's egotistical. All right, continue. <laughs> okay. So she, uh, I said to her, like, wait, you don't think that there's aliens? No, I don't. I'm like, how do you not believe in aliens? She was, because I believe in God. So I said to her, believing in God and believing in aliens are not mutually exclusive. Like, you can believe in both. I do. And um, she just kept going on about, like, I just believe in God. Like, I, okay like what what about god like where do you fall in the big tree that are people that believe in god she could be catholic christian which is same thing kind of uh like anything right so i'm like what do you believe in she was just god like 
Adam and Eve? Like, what do you, what a part of, just God. I'm like, question for you. Do you believe in God because mommy and daddy told you to believe in God? She goes, well, yeah, that's how I was raised. I'm like, you are everything that's wrong with this world. And that was the last date. So you're saying that it was fine when you were the light at the end of her tunnel, <laughs> like two days in. Yeah. It was the But aliens. it was, but because she didn't believe in aliens. <laughs> yeah. You were just done. You were yeah, out. hundred percent. Right. That was the icing on the cake. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then what was funny was a couple weeks later. So I, at that point we stopped talking. Like we talk every now and then, but like we didn't, I didn't ask her out again. I just tried to stay friendly because she was a customer at my work. And, uh, I get a random text from her like, Hey, I think I wanted to apologize to you. I'm like, for what? She was for ghosting you. I'm like, wait, no, <laughs> I ghosted you. She was, no, like, I, I, fuck, I keep making noise. Um, she's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm really sorry for ghosting you. I'm like, no, you didn't ghost me. I ghosted you. I'm the one that didn't want to see you anymore. Yeah, but if you want to keep it friendly, then be like, oh, yeah, no hard feelings. Because well, then, I then she feels bad. I eventually was like, oh, yeah, you know, like, it really hurt my feelings. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. <laughs> So I was like, yeah, like, it really hurt my feelings, but, like, you can come into the store still, don't worry. You're she was... such a douche. <laughs> she was worried about not being able to come into the store anymore. Um, what was really funny about us seeing each other at that time was I had gone to the movies with, um, I won't say his name because I don't know if he wants to be on this podcast, but um, a friend of ours who got married and you did mm-hmm. his wife's makeup, so... Um, he, him and I went to see Ninja Turtles in theaters and she was there with her mom seeing something else. Mm -hmm. And this was at the point where I stopped asking her out and our friend being my boss's boyfriend thought it was a good idea to moon her when she kept staring at me. Yeah. That sounds like something he would do. (laughs) Yeah. He didn't go bare ass. But still, and he just kept shaking his ass at her. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, I'm dating your boss. You're fine. I'm oh like, my God. this is just ridiculous. I was so uncomfortable. It was really funny, but I was afraid of being fired for it. Um, she ended up coming into the store a few weeks after we stopped, like after we had talked about it. And like all my coworkers rush up to me. They're like, oh my gosh, she's in the store. What do you want us to do? I was like, okay, well, it's fine. I really don't care. I'm not emotionally attached. They're like, no, 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 but what do you want us to do? Like, like, we don't know what you're cool with. I'm like, nothing. Just let her be here. I don't care. But they wouldn't let it go to the point that I had to fake a bad reaction to get them to drop it because they kept being like, oh my gosh, like, are you sure you're okay? I'm like, yeah. So eventually I just had to grip my teeth. And be, I can't believe she's here. This sucks. <laughs> like just to get them to drop it. Oh my god. Oh man. Fun fact though, she uh she dates women now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if she's gay or bisexual or falls like somewhere else in that, but um like in that community, but uh from what I could tell from her social media, she doesn't date guys at all anymore, which does like it does make sense like based on how she was. It, it did sometimes feel like she was trying too hard to be in a in a relationship, so it could make sense. Um but yeah, that was definitely, it's definitely an interesting story. And that friend of ours that wanted her 
after I told him all of this, goes, yo, I'm so glad I didn't end up going out with her. What? Because of the aliens? Uh... <laughs> Uh, yeah, and the light at the end of the tunnel thing. Yeah. Right, yeah. He he drew the line a lot sooner than yeah, I did. I would assume so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely didn't draw that line. I try to see the best in people. Except for when you, like, aren't interested and try to make them hate you so that you don't have to... <laughs> you talking about when I was catfished? Yeah. Okay, I will tell this story. So, um... It's, like, in front of your face. Oh, okay, just making sure that that's still recording. Um, so, probably the same year you and I met, so 2017. Yeah, because uh, I think it was the first time that you took me to Habanero yes. that you told me this story. Or was it when we did the sparkler photos? Oh, it might have been. Yeah, I think it was I in the car. I just remember driving on uh, Dundas. Oh, we might, have been he we might have been heading to Walmart to get um, the steel wool. Um, I don't know. I told you the story at some point, but yeah, so it was 2017 that this happened. And, uh, so I had just started a new job and I was in school. So I was very, very busy. Excuse me. And, uh, I had just started talking to this girl I met on Tinder and all of her pictures, she was really cute. And I was like, oh wow, I can't believe like I, I actually am talking to someone on Tinder. This feels weird that I'm actually, like, enjoying communicating with someone on Tinder. Which, like, Tinder, you're not going on there. Like, I always thought, oh, maybe I'll find, like, an actual girlfriend on there. Because one of our friends always found girls on there that he dated for extended periods of time. To the point that his sister got him a shirt that said, finding my Tinderella. He's the one dating your friend who mm. recently had a birthday. Um, so, uh... Yeah, anyway, what? Yes, but I, I do recall a statement about his standards. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. Uh, he he clearly improved his standards now. Yes, yeah. Um, absolutely, um, <laughs> definitely. I can attest to many of his ex-girlfriends that he's improved standards. But anyway, um, so I was on Tinder and I met this girl. I will not say her name, although I'm, I'll, I'll use a fake name for now. I'll, I'll say Annabelle. Um, I, Anne. Oh, let's say Anne, because I'm going to forget to say Annabelle. Um, she sounds 80. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was talking to Anne for a little bit, but I kept saying, you know, I'm in the middle of shooting a short film for school. I'm in the middle of traveling for work. I really don't have time to see you right now. But if you can wait like a month, I promise like this isn't going to be me ghosting you. So we were talking for about a month. And at that point, we're talking every day, hours a day. It's like, Okay, all we really needed was for us to meet for the first time before we could say that we were dating because otherwise that seemed weird. So we finally picked a day. It's been about a month, month and a half. I'm convinced I really like this girl. And, um, but about a week before we start hanging out, there was something about her Snapchat that she posted a story and I didn't recognize any of the girls in the story as her like uh-oh so i watched her story probably 15 20 times i'm showing my mom 
I'm showing my friends, like <laughs> male and female friends. I went into um, my one friend's work that works at that other video store, mm-hmm. um, and I'm showing her, and I'm like, like, what do you think? And she's showing her coworkers, and they're all like trying to do the forensic science with me. We're all trying to deduce shit. And finally, my my friend said to me, ask her for an unfiltered photo of herself and just say, like, just in case your photos are a little outdated, I don't want to be looking for you like crazy. I'm like, okay, that's a great idea. So I, I asked for it and she was, oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. Let's send them back and forth to each other. So I send one of myself and I get one from her and it's still filtered to shit. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I won't be able to recognize you. She sends me another filtered to shit. I'm like... This isn't good. This isn't good. You can't. You can't trust Snapchat pictures. Ever. No. 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 Um. But they were all like the filters that warped your face like crazy. So like there was no way I could have recognized her. What the hell? And I'm like, yo, like, what are you trying to do here? So I'm like, okay. I'll. Ju- I just have to go on the date to prove this, yes or no. So I go. And I go a little bit early and I text her. I'm like, hey, I'm here. She goes, oh, I'm actually here too. So uh, I describe my car because I didn't want to get out of the car and look for this girl. I describe my car and I see this girl walking towards the car. And I'm like, oh, my God. That looks nothing like her. And it was definitely the same girl, but the photos were definitely old. Mm -hmm. And um, you know this based on the dating history of mine that you know of, like the girls you've seen, I am not a shallow person, correct? Right. Um, you're beautiful, and I'm very glad I ended up with a hot girl. Um, <laughs> Thank you. No, everyone's beautiful. I will say that. Like, But I'm really glad Jesse's smoking hot. Um, <laughs> it, it, but the reason that I'm saying this is because I don't want people to think that this was out of shallowness that I was angry. Right. But she shows up and there was a massive weight difference, like, like 30, 40 pounds plus, maybe no more, more, definitely more. And because all of the photos, she had like abs in them Mm -hmm. and, and I wasn't upset because I didn't find her attractive in her current size. I was upset that she lied about what she looked like. Right. And so she she comes to my car and I get out and I'm immediately put off by this because I'm like, this is just not right. You lie to me. Yeah. You were expecting to start a relationship on a lie. I probably would have swiped right on her current photos. Right. But those weren't what I saw. So I was really angry. But I was like, you know what? I have to go on this date just to say that I did it. Um, because I'd probably always re- wonder. Right. So we're hanging out. And not only does she look different, but her whole personality is different. She's telling me all these stories about like uh, binge drinking and over partying and all of these really, really irresponsible stories about like, oh yeah, I ended up late to an exam because I was hungover or I threw a party and I cost like tens of thousands of dollars to my parents' house. But it's not my fault because I fell asleep. I fell asleep like it's the party people's fault. I'm like, you fell asleep at your party with 150 people there. How do you even fall asleep in that situation? Because she was so anxious about the amount of people there, she had an edible and went to sleep. 
Or you could just kick everyone out. Yeah, I was like, I would have <laughs> called the cops to get everyone to go home. Yeah. But she didn't. And she caused tens of thousands of dollars of damage. And this was her parents. Her I remember the story. Her parents met at like 11 years old. And her dad said then, I'm going to marry you. And they met again at 16. And they, I think they got married at 16. Oh, wow. Um, or they started dating at 16. And they'd been together ever since. And this was their first home. And she totaled it. That's awful. And she kept blaming everyone else and for me like i can't stand when someone doesn't take responsibility for their actions yeah so i'm like really turned off by everything about her and she's super ignorant and she's just super irresponsible and i'm thinking okay i need to get out of here but i feared if i if i broke things off now she's gonna say that i didn't find her attractive and I didn't want to go down in history as the shallow guy. And so I didn't know what to do. And I know this was super immature. This was years ago. But I became everything that I knew she hated. <laughs> so I knew that she was very anti-war and very pro-LGBTQ+, which I am as well. I've said it before on this podcast. I am as well. But I just became the opposite of all of that. Trying to get her to not like me. And I know that that was wrong. But I just didn't want to be that guy breaking up with, like, breaking things off for I her I just looks. think it's funny that, like, out there, there's this girl and probably her friends. Oh, yeah. Who now just think that you are the worst person right. in the world. <laughs> like, I was saying the most ignorant things i didn't say anything that was racist or homophobic but i definitely wasn't siding with any of her statements but it was making definitely like pro-war and like <laughs> you know, let's go militia kind of statements and it wasn't working <laughs> i i was like this chick is probably so in love with me because i'm literally everything she hates right now and she's still wanting to be here <laughs> i didn't know what to do so i continued that didn't work so we left and i told her i told her horrible stories like i made up stories about yeah i cheated on my ex and that's why we broke up <laughs> not fucking true i've never cheated on anyone so i'm just making shit up at this point to make myself nothing's working so i told her a true horror story about the girl that i was with before her that we've talked about this that like left of some pretty big like deep-rooted issues there and um so i told her about this one incident and uh i then blamed it on that incident uh i got home i was really angry i remember i walked in the house and my dad goes that was a quick date <laughs> and i was like how long was i gone for i looked at my phone i was only gone for 30 minutes oh my god yeah wow like not gone for 30 minutes. The whole date was 30 minutes um, because it took about like 15, 20 minutes to get there. Right. Um, maybe, maybe a little bit longer, but yeah, it was definitely under an hour. This date was, and um, I don't know why I said that like Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this date was definitely under an hour, half hour, 45 minutes. And I get a text from her saying, so are we going to date or not? <laughs> and I was like, um, you know what, Anne? 
Um, I've really been thinking about it, and I guess I didn't know this until I saw you in person, but I guess my last relationship left some deep scars, and I'm just really not ready to date. And I'm really sorry that I wasted your time. This is totally my fault. You're a really special person, and I think you'll find someone better. I'm thinking, done, right? And I'm like, you know what, maybe we can... I said, maybe we can still be friends. I would love to still be your friend. How would you explain... What? The fact that you're like, let's go to war. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd have to put on, like, a different persona every time I see her. Um, And I believe her response was that's all right we are not going to be friends I'm like whoa what she was i don't want to be your friend i went for a boyfriend and that's not what i got i was like you know what kudos for you Fair for enough. being honest yeah like that's fine i wasn't being honest so kudos <laughs> to you. and uh she's like yeah i just have to know is it is it like is it my looks like do you not find me attractive I'm like fuck i i can't point that out now because if after all of this lying i'm suddenly brutally honest i can't do it i couldn't do that to someone so i was like no you know what i'm just really fucked up i'm really sorry but i'm just really fucked up and uh i get a text from her saying well yeah i guess you are (laughs) fuck (laughs) bitch i'm trying to spare you and you're not letting me so uh i thought we dropped it she said, we're not going to be friends. I'm like, cool. We're not going to be friends. And a couple days later, I get another text from her saying, so like 18 O's. Like, <laughs> Hi. She goes, um, I really need to know if this is for any other reason besides what you're saying. I'm like, you know what, Anne? It really is what I'm saying. And I'm really sorry. You went to this date with expectations and I didn't meet them. And I'm really sorry. Yeah. I, I totally understand why you don't want to be friends. You went with the expectation of a boyfriend. You walked away without one. I totally understand why you're upset. I apologize. And I get another text saying, don't you ever say that to me. I'm like, don't I ever say what? She's like, don't you ever say that you're not meeting my expectations. That makes me sound awful. Like, okay, I'm sorry. And I'm actually curious if I could find those texts on one of my old phones. Um, I won't do it now cause I don't want to like take down this whole setup, but she, uh, she sent me like, she was bombarding my phone with like, I know exactly what you're going through, blah, blah, blah. None of her texts are grammatically correct, which is, you know, me, that's also going to drive me nuts. Cause not only is she I'm not kidding. If that happened when I was talking to someone, I wouldn't go to the date. Right. Well, no, this is just it. It's <laughs> all of her texts before. Though, right? yeah. yeah, when when she got angry, all of her texts were belligerently angry and incorrect. <laughs> so it was driving me nuts. And I'm like, do I just start correcting her? Like, T H E I R apostrophe. Do I start throwing that out there? And then out of nowhere, this is why I needed to use the fake name. Because out of nowhere, she sends me a text saying, I know exactly what you went through last year. I'm like, okay. She goes, I, last year, and this is what bothered me the most, because she wrote it like a Shakespearean (laughs) soliloquy. Yeah, okay, Yoda. (laughs) (laughs) She wrote, I, last year, had to have an abortion. I'm like, that is not even close to what I told you. (laughs) 
Like, you know the story. They're completely unrelated. Um, yeah, that in no way relates to anything that you dealt with. No, that's like comparing apples to a Mack truck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I'm saying hers is the Mack truck, if I'm being honest, because she drops this bomb on me about like, yeah, I was dating this guy, but he told me to get an abortion, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, like I'm, I'm at this point, you're confiding in me that it's had a really negative effect on you. I'm so sorry that you went through that. But that doesn't change how I'm feeling. Yeah. She goes, well, no, I know, but I need you to understand that I'm broken too. I'm like, okay, I understand. And again, I'm really sorry. Well, it feels like you're not understanding me. And I get it. I'm a piece of shit. Like, what more do you want from me? And she wouldn't let it go. It was probably like a four to five hour back and forth of her telling me I'm a POS then suddenly I'm not, and she's the broken one. And then I'm the POS again, and she's the broken one. And then um, she eventually let it go. She blocked me on all social media. And then I would randomly get a text from her saying, Hey! <laughs> like, a million whys, and you know that that's a good sign usually. Like, not a good sign, you know that that's a sign of interest. Right. And I would typically ignore them. Or I'd wait like three days before I'd respond. (laughs) And keep in mind, at this point, I had told my mom, or I told this girl that I was not ready to date. Fast forward a couple years later. No, fast forward like a few months later. I'm at the mall with my mom. This is why I slept up with mom. It was like a Freudian (laughs) slip. Um, I'm at the store with my mom. We're buying shoes. I was buying shoes for a date. And my mom made a comment about the date and the girl was behind me. And I'm like, mom, stop talking. Stop talking. Stop talking. She keeps going like, why? 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 Why can't I talk about your date? Yeah, like, your, your mom doesn't always catch on the fastest no, with that stuff. Because no, no. she, she's so innocent. Yeah, like, she doesn't stop, understand. Stop. Stop. Stop it. And she wouldn't. And we get out of the store, like, what the fuck are you doing? She was what? I'm like, that was the girl. She was, oh. And then I get a message. So you weren't ready to date me, but you're ready to date someone else. Oh, jeez. Yeah. What'd you say? Uh, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, uh, she just was like a, like not a good person when, when push came to show. Like when I had the opportunity to meet her, she just wasn't a good person. But I was not big enough of a man to tell her that. (laughs) Uh, Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that story. This podcast went a little bit longer than I expected it to, but I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, Please make sure you like, subscribe, uh, share this with all of your friends. Uh, Tweet me, Instagram me, TikTok me, whatever whatever you feel like doing. TikTok someone. I don't know. (laughs) Duet one of my TikToks. That works. Make me famous. Um, Thank you so much for listening and watching and doing all that good stuff. And we will see you in the next podcast. Peace.